what you're not, but what you want to be. Amen? I was sitting there declared, I'm rich. Huh? I'm blessed. It said, let the rich say, I'm, let the poor say, I'm rich. Let the weak say, I'm strong. So you declare what you're not today. Amen? Like my brother, he, he needs to say, I'm pretty. Hallelujah. <laughs> I've missed my brother. He's had to work the last couple of weeks. Hey, we do look yeah. a lot alike. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> hey, do, 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 we need to, do we need to stop praying the Lord's blessings on y'all? Are y'all working so hard you can't come to church? My brother, he worked like, what, 29, 30 days straight with a day, no day off. Just, you know what? Aren't you glad for the Lord's blessings? Yes. Are you happy? Are you thankful for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is more than stuffing and turkey and more than pecan pie and all of that's good. I'm going to eat all of it. And it's going to be wonderful. It's about getting together and uh, having family and friends. It's about, you know, watching football. And we'll do all that. And, you know, eating so much turkey that the tryptophan kicks in and you got to have a nap. All that's good. But you know what? It's amazing me as we begin to talk about Thanksgiving and we're thankful. Uh, as we talk about that, everybody talks about the natural things. Well, I'm definitely thankful for my wife. Thankful for my children. Thankful for our church and my church family. And thankful. We can go down the list of all of our stuff. Are you thankful for your stuff? We realize we get a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, isn't it amazing? It's kind of like when it gets Christmas time, uh, your kids, you give them all the stuff. And uh, when they're little, they end up playing with the wrapper in the box. You know, they're, they're, they're happier as little kids. And, you know, we get older and older. And pretty soon, it's just, it doesn't mean the same. But I, I want to go a little deeper today. Thanksgiving is more than just saying thank you for my stuff. Thank you just for what you've done or what you're doing or, or even for what you're going to do. Let's look today. What are we, what has God done? What are you thankful for? And if you've forgotten or you don't know, let me just remind you today of a few things that God has done that we can be thankful. There's so many people that say, you know what? I don't have anything to be thankful for this year. This, is, this year, uh, 2020, has been a weird year, hasn't it? We have gone through all kind of things unprecedented. We've gone through all kind of uh, new things we've never experienced before. Uh, we've done church different. We've done so many things different. And uh, But right in the middle of it, we're still, there's still things that we can be thankful for. There's still a lot of good that's going on. And so let's just look at a few things today. As, as Christians, uh, when we gather around the table... It should be uh, thankful for way more than just what is before us. I'm thankful for a lot more than a turkey. Amen? 
I'm thankful for a lot more than just a meal that just satisfies me a short period of time. I want to be thankful for something that satisfies me for the rest of my life. For eternity. Thankful. I'm I'm, I'm thankful for peace and joy and happiness and for my health and uh, for, for, you know, all the things that, you know, that we go down the list and are thankful for. But, you know, Thanksgiving, it's a distinctive holiday. From the beginning when George Washington declared that November 26th, a day that we're going to set aside to thank God, to thank our maker. He made all those declarations. It's not a holiday. It's not commemorating anybody. or It's just a day set aside to give thanks. It's a day set aside that we remember who, from whom all blessings flow. The song says, count your many blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God has done. It's easy to get in a rut of complaining this year, isn't it? we got a lot to complain about. We don't get to do all the things that we like to do and we don't have all the freedom and Man, let's not get caught up in people's complaining and grumbling and forget His benefits. Everybody say, God has some benefits. We're going to look at Psalms 100 today. Psalms 100 in verse number 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Can, can, can we just do that? Can we just shout hallelujah and give the Lord a big hand clap? Hallelujah! Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Did anybody wake up this morning glad that it was Sunday? Glad that you got to come to church? Glad that you got to come and worship? Glad that you got to come see your pastor because you missed him all week. (laughs) Apparently, there's a few folks not very glad about it this morning. Maybe they're watching me online. Good to see you. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. We've done that today. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who hath made us, and not we ourselves. Oh, let's stop thinking that and saying, look what I've done. Look what I've accomplished. Look at all this and that. Listen, you haven't made yourself. You're not a self-made man or woman. Amen. You're formed and created in the image of God. And God has blessed you with all that you have. He is making you into who He's called you to be. He has elevated you. He's given you that job, given you that career, given you that spouse, given you those children. It is God who has made us. Not we ourselves. We're His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. 
Everybody say, thank you, Lord. I could come to church today. And into his courts with praise. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy endureth forever. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. Can I get an amen? Listen, we've got to be so much, we've got to be thankful for way more than just our material blessings. Thank you, Lord, that I got a vehicle that got me to church today. Thank you, Lord, that I woke up in my right mind. I always wondered if I woke up in my wrong mind, if I would know it. I don't know. But I'm sure somebody will tell me. You ever looked at somebody and just thought to yourself, they're not in their right mind. They just can't be. We, 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 we've got to go way beyond the, the natural. Just like what the Holy Spirit was doing in here in this house today. More than just superficial. Just reaching down deep. I mean, just sweet and kind. Just gentle. I mean, reaching down deep into our heart to just draw us into His presence. As we're thankful, Psalms 103.10 said he has not dealt with us according to our sins is anybody in the house today glad that you are not reaping what you deserve anybody glad you're not getting all that you deserve he is not holding our sins. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. All right, is anybody thankful? I mean, when we go around and we're saying all we're thankful for, does anybody ever say, I thank God for His mercy? Because I deserve a lot worse than I'm getting. No matter what you're going through, According to what you've done and how you've acted and how you've rejected God and how we've sinned in our life, we deserve a whole lot worse. But because of God's mercy, He doesn't deal with us according to our sins or according to our iniquity. I thank God for the blood of Jesus that has washed away my sins. I thank God for forgiveness. Are you glad? You can say, I'm sorry. Are you glad you can say, Lord, forgive me? And he does. Are you glad, are you thankful today that when you fail, you can cry out to Jesus and he'll pick you up and set your feet back on a solid rock? That when you're sinking in the depths of sin, he'll deliver you. Amen. When you're sad, he'll bring you joy. Amen. When you're in turmoil, he'll bring you peace. Are you glad for what God has done in your life? Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 7. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. A land of brooks of water. 
of fountains and spring that flow out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. Scarcity. <laughs> He's bringing us into a time, I mean, where everything is plentiful, even toilet paper. You better go buy some more. Everybody's buying it up again for some reason. You better prepare. Buy you a few extra cans of tuna. There's some crazy stuff coming up on this world. But we're not talking about here and now. We're not just talking about what's going on in our land. And even in the midst of of when our nation and our world is involved in all kind of craziness. Amen. God, amen, makes a way in the wilderness. God makes a way in the desert. God makes a way. God makes a difference between His people and the world. And I'm telling you, if today you'll begin to say, Lord, I thank you. I praise you. Amen. You're not dealing with me according to my sin. You're dealing with me according to your mercy. And Lord, thank you. Amen. For, for what you're doing and what what you've done and thank you for where I'm at but I thank you you're bringing me in to a much better place anybody ready to go to a better place I'm ready to go to a better place a land where you can eat bread and a land where you will lack nothing let me read that again a land where you will lack nothing is there anything you lack today Something you don't have. Something you don't have enough of. God said, He'll bring you into a land where you lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose heels you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full. Don't you like to eat till you're full? Yeah. On Thanksgiving, we will eat until we're Two or three times over full. That's the problem. We don't just stop when we're full. <laughs> we just keep on eating. A little more turkey, please. When you've eaten and you're full, then you shall bless the Lord. Your God for the good land which He has given you. I mean, right now, you look at all you have. And did you eat this morning? At least a donut in the back. Do you have, you're here today, there's clothes on your back, there's shoes on your feet. We look around and there's so many people in need. So many, are, the homeless population is growing. There's so many that are suffering so many things. But the Bible says, look at where the Lord has brought us. Look at where we're at. And He's taken us even to a greater place. But when you've eaten and you're full, and the Lord has done all these things, He said, bless the Lord for the good land He's given you. Lord, I bless you for what you've already given me. I bless you for where you've brought me from. I bless you for where you're taking me. I thank you for what you've done and for who you are. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. And forget not all of his 
benefits. Oh, there's a lot of benefits that come with serving the Lord. Knowing that He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Knowing that He'll be there for you when you need Him. He's your healer when you're sick. Deliverer when you're bound. He's your Savior when you're lost. I'm telling you, God is good. And He is greatly to be praised. Amen? Did you know that God's not going to withhold any good thing from you? Stop thinking... God is a mean Father that just withholding good and likes to see you suffering, watches you in your pain. The Bible says Jesus is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. When we hurt, He hurts. He feels what you're going through and He loves you. And He wants to come meet your need today. You see, God is a giver. He's not a taker. Anybody know any takers? Every time they come around, they always got their hand out. They're never there to give to you. They're never there to add to you. They're never there to enrich you. They're never there to encourage you. Amen. Any time they show up, you've got family like that, don't you? Don't, don't say their name. They might be sitting by you. <laughs> it might be your friends might be your co-workers. There's just those people that are takers. Oh, but I want to be a giver. Give and it shall be given. Press down, shake it together, and running over shall he cause men to give into your bosom. Listen, let's learn to be givers. God was a giver. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. His nature is a giver. He wants us to be thankful for the gifts that He's given. And so thankful. Uh, John, John eleven twenty five, 25. Uh, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Is anybody thankful for eternal life? When you went around the table and somebody said, say what you're thankful for. Do we stop and say, I'm thankful for eternal life. I'm thankful that there, this life is not all there is. There's more to life. There is an afterlife. There is a heaven. There is a hell. There's reality of both. And people will go to both places. But for those who've accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and confessed their sin, He's faithful and just to forgive them of their sin. And He writes their name in heaven. And you have a place in eternity. He said, let not your heart be troubled. If ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. And his disciples said, Lord, we don't know where you're going or how to get there. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except by me. Is anybody thankful for Jesus? Anybody thankful for his death on the cross? Anybody thankful for his resurrection? Are you thankful he's coming again? And that he's, gonna, he's gone to prepare a place for you. Listen, he is building a mansion for you. Somebody's just needed to begin to say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for my mansion. 
I thank you for what you're building for me in eternity. I thank you there's more to life than what I'm going through. I thank you there's more, amen, in eternity. I've got more to live for there than I do here. I'm thankful I'm not getting too caught up in what all's going on around here because I know I've got somewhere better. Thankful for everything I have here. But I'm thankful for everything I'm going to have there. But the Bible says begin to, we got to begin to lay up treasures. Where moth and rust doesn't corrupt and thieves don't break through to steal. You've got to start laying up some treasure. You, gotta, you know what? If you want to have a savings, if you want to have some retirement, you've you got to start making some deposits. Don't think you're going to turn 65 and all of a sudden your bank account's going to be full. If you haven't made any deposits, there's not going to be nothing there. And there's going to be a lot of people that get to heaven expecting some great reward. And the Lord's going to go, I'm sorry, but you haven't been making any deposits. Listen, let's begin to make deposits. Say, Pastor, how do I do that? Well, first of all, by being thankful. By giving Him the praise that's due Him. By coming to His house. By reading His Word. By loving others. By serving others. By giving to others. Everything that you do down here. The Bible says, if you give a cup of cold water you'll in no wise lose your reward. See, God keeps an account of everything you do. Good and bad. But aren't you glad the bad is forgiven? When we confess our sins, He forgives all of our sins. And in you as I as Christians, when we stand before God, we're only going to be judged according to what we've done good to receive our rewards for that. Man, I want to I want to get some rewards. What are you getting for Christmas this year? How good have you been? What's your kids going to get you? You know, see, when your kids are little, they only get you what you give them money to get you. If you want them to get you more, you got to give them more. If you give them $10, you're going to get a $5 gift because they're going to spend 5 on candy. Huh? You gonna get a lump of coal in your stocking? It's amazing how we, you know, all the little analogies and all the things in the natural that we talk about. But I'm telling you, Amen. God is a rewarder of them who diligently seek Him. You're not gonna do anything good in this life that God won't reward you for. Amen. Some of you got a stocking full coming. Amen. But what, what, is, what, what is our response to God for all that He's done? What is your response going to be? Let me, let, let, let me just talk to all the, the husbands out here today. Let me, let me talk to all the kids. What's your response going to be to Mama on Thanksgiving after you have been napping, playing, watching football, doing all that you want to do, relaxing. When mama for days has been shopping, cooking, cleaning, working. What's going to be your response when you sit down at that table? It's amazing how many people will sit down 
and go, is this all? I was expecting more. It's amazing how after people can work so hard for us, we can be so ungrateful. I'm telling you, husbands, your response, number one, you could help a little bit. Just a little bit. Huh? And, and then you say, well, I don't know how to cook. Well, you could, you know how to load a dishwasher? You know how to wash? I do the dishes a lot. I do the dishes a lot, don't I, baby? I did them last night. Listen, I know how to throw paper plates away. <laughs> I, I, I took them, I, I got her plate, and I, I took it to the trash can. I put it in there. The lid wouldn't shut. It was full. I didn't take it out and go empty like I should have. But I put it there. What's, what's going to be our response? Did you know a simple thank you can sure go a long way? Thank you. Thank you for your labor of love. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your love for your family. Thank your husband if he cooks the turkey or burns the turkey, whatever he does with it. Thank your wife for all the preparation. Show, teach your children to be thankful. You know what? The only way they're going to be thankful is if they see and hear you being thankful. What's our response to the Lord for all of His blessings on our life? Are we thankful? Are we constantly complaining? Are we constantly telling the Lord, I don't have enough? Constantly telling the Lord, you know, telling Him all the bad stuff, pointing out everything, everybody looking at what they have and they, and what, what, what's going on? And, or do we stop and say, Lord, thank you for your blessings on me? Maybe, don't, don't, don't compare yourself. Maybe I don't have as much as them, or maybe I don't have this or that. Or, but listen, I'm telling you, it, it's not about uh, them. I'm telling you, when you look at people, there's a lot of folks faking it till they make it. You're wanting to be like them, but if you were like them, you would be, wish your wish you could be like you again. There's a lot of people have a lot of problems. Some people are hide it better. Some people have bigger houses to put their problems in. But we need to stop regardless of, of what we have or don't have and where we're at and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for my life. Thank you. Let's just say, Lord, thank you I'm alive. Because, you know, there's so many family members today. We've had so many deaths. I've seen on the, on the news and accidents and wrecks and all kind of crazy stuff happening. I mean, there's people dying all around. There's families that'll spend, and maybe you're here today, you're going to spend your first Thanksgiving without a loved one, a first Christmas without a loved one, and it's heartbreaking. We miss our, our loved ones. Sometimes we've got to stop and say, Lord, thank you. I'm still alive. I thank you for my life. Thank you that you've blessed me. Thank you that you've kept me this year. 
There's many of you that have had the COVID and you've recovered. Thank God for it. There's a lot of you hadn't caught it, not going to. Say, thank the Lord. Not getting it. But if I do, by His stripes I'm healed. Amen. The Word says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, Rejoice always. Well, Lord, I, I want to rejoice when everything's right. That's not what He said. Rejoice always. I want to rejoice when I have a pocket full of money. Rejoice always. I want to rejoice when I feel good and I'm healthy. And Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything. Everybody say it with me. Everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Listen, give thanks for everything you've got, every blessing. Thank God that He hadn't held your sin against you. Thank God that He forgives you when you ask. Thank God that he, you woke up this morning. Thank God in everything, rich or poor, up or down, on or off. Amen. Whatever you're going through, be thankful. Because somebody has it worse. Be thankful. Be thankful. Somebody say, thank God. We have so much to be thankful for. You have a job? How many has a job? Say Amen. Be thankful for your job. Yeah, maybe you want a better job. Maybe you want to make more money on your job. Maybe there's a lot of things, but you know what? There's a lot of people who don't have a job. Be thankful. Thank God for your health. Thank God for your children. Thank God you have a roof over your head. Even if it leaks. Put a bucket under it and keep thanking God. A lot of people have nothing. Listen, so this Thanksgiving, when you get around the table, come on, let your response be, be, be truly grateful. Thank God for those around your table, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether you're all alone. You're never alone. He's right there with you. Just be thankful. Thank God for your life, for your health. Thank God that, that you have something to be grateful and thankful. And say, Lord... Help me to be more grateful. There's nothing worse than an ungrateful attitude. There's nothing more that, that hurts more, that makes you more disappointed. Is when you give your children something and, and they just rip it open and never stop and say thank you. Those ten lepers, Jesus healed, healed them as they went. Only one came back. I mean, what, 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 what was up? What was the other nine? Well, I'm going to see if this lasts. Well, I, you know, he, he knows I'm thankful. Well, I, I don't have time to go back. It, it would take effort. Me and Brother Dale were talking this morning uh, about different things and people not doing their duties and going above and doing, you know, uh, putting stuff back when they move it and stuff. And we're just talking about all this kind of stuff. And Brother Dale said, but that would take effort. <laughs> so, so here's the deal so, sometimes we just don't want to put in the effort 
Lord, I know I need to get up and go to your house, and I, I need to thank you for your blessings this week, but, man, that would take effort. Sometimes you don't feel like putting in the effort, do you? But come on, let's, let's push through. Even in the tough times. Maybe you don't, maybe this has been a rough year on you. But can we just say thank God that has brought us through? Are you ready for 2021? I'm ready for a better year.